Here's Chavinko. Lovely ball through towards Altidore. Altidore! Toronto FC's big acquisitions combine to tie the game. Josie Altidore. The Two Solitude Soccer Podcast with Dwayne Rollins and Kevin Laramie. The award-winning soccer podcast that covers every single aspect of Canadian soccer. And now, without further ado, here's Dwayne Rollins. And welcome to the Two Solitudes Live Edition from Montreal. I'm Dwayne Rollins along with... Kevin Laramay. And we're uh, about... uh, How long are we out now? About uh, six hours and a half. Six and a half hours until the CONCACAF Champions League final between the Montreal Impact and Club America, which of course is tied 1-1. Montreal has the advantage with the away goals. Uh, I was listening to a podcast today, Kevin, where they were talking about how Montreal had the lead because of the away goals. I think our listeners understand that away goals don't count double, but if you don't, they don't. It's the first tiebreaker, folks. It's not... Anyway, go on. (laughs) Yeah, it only comes to play if it's tied at the end of the final whistle. Yes. So for now, it's still an open game. Yes, yes. If it's 2-2, for instance, then Club America wins. Because yes. then, you know, this is all normal stuff for most of us, but uh, you never know. But if the status quo stays the same, if it stays the way it is, Montreal would eventually move on and win that trophy at the final whistle, not just now. As nil-nil would also do it, or a 1-1 draw would take it to extra time. We could go on. <laughs> we could see Benley's tonight. Uh, Kevin was at training yesterday. We're going to do a quick little preview right now uh, before we head down, pick up credentials and that, so on and so forth. I also have a little tiny bit of news about the women that I'll add right at the end. It has to do with the friendly in Hamilton. Uh, so the news I'm chasing there, uh, not 100% nailed down yet, but I'll give you a hint of what I'm talking about. But first, let's talk to Kevin about training yesterday. What was training like yesterday? A lot of people compared to natural, regular people at uh, Press from Japan, press from uh, Dubai, uh, being sport in the Arab language. A lot of people from around the world. A lot of things that we're not used to seeing in a normal MLS game, too. Not a lot of Dubai coverage of the Montreal Impact's regular season games against the Colorado Rapids? And usually, no. Maybe one, but yeah, no, no not two, three. That's the way it is now. Yeah, I guess that is the, uh, the strength of the competition. We've talked a lot about... You know what's more valuable, regular season versus the CCL, and I think in the long term, the long term health of a team is obviously about having success in the league. But at the same time, you're never going to generate the excitement over this, even at MLS Cup final. You're not going to have Dubai there, Japan there. No, this is a Champions League. It's got that Champions on there, and they don't care that uh, the Impact advanced through by winning a little tiny five team competition to get there. They don't care. They don't. It's they're there, and that's all that matters. Exactly because of uh, like the one of the world's most watched event is the UEFA Champions League final every year, and it doesn't matter what sport. It's like one of the, like what six hundred million or something like crazy number like this, but because it's branded Champions League and it has like the same path to the FIFA World Cup club, even though it's not that important, it's still a tournament and it's still a ticket to that tournament. So it has that like a, that magical aura around it. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it is a continental championship, and that is important on its own right. Um, you know, you mentioned that the media was there yesterday. What, what was the mood amongst the players that, that you had the opportunity to talk to? I find them quite relaxed, and they had quite the same uh, 
feeling in confidence they had before the first game at Estadio Azteca. They were talking about how they were not going to defend for the whole time. That's before the game at Azteca. How they were going to try to go forward and press on at the beginning of the game. That's exactly what they did. And they got that goal at the 16th minute. And there's a feeling that they might have not talked openly about they're going to go as forward, but they're not going to shy down of their counter-attack opportunities because those opportunities are probably going to come when you have America who has to open up on the road if they want to achieve a result here. Yeah, the longer this stays nil, that's common sense, but the longer it stays nil-nil, the more counter-opportunities you would think the impact would get and the more open that America will will be. I mean, it stands to reason if if Montreal can get through the first half, the excitement around this place should get up. And i got to tell you, I I landed, not landed, I landed in the train (laughs) in downtown Montreal. I got off and I saw four or five people wearing impact gear already. Um, I saw uh, quite a few people wearing Mexican stuff too. I was in the train with two people wearing Club America jerseys in the whole way down. Um, I saw two, they looked like they might have been players walking on St. Catharines. Uh, uh, yeah, they were very thin, svelte guys. They might have been. In, they were just sort of looking up and looking at the big signs. They were they were walking towards the famous strip club. But I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm not. With saying, a big winter jacket on in uh, in April. Yeah, it is. It's you know, it's a nice day here today, but it'd probably be chilly for them. I would suspect it's uh, 14 degrees Celsius, maybe uh, sunny. It's I find it quite pleasant, but uh, it's like 34 in Mexico City right now. Yeah, they were wearing the button up all the way to the neck. I didn't see any scarves or toques, but uh, nonetheless, uh, it's an indoor game tonight so it won't matter that much but uh nonetheless um yeah you mentioned a lot of america fans it's one of the rare occasions because it's it's one of the biggest club in Concacaf. it's not the biggest club and it has a lot of fans even in this part of the world and it's one of the rare chance those fans have to see a competitive game too because usually they have once every four or five years club america or the mexican national team will play a friendly or something close by but you never get a chance to see your actual club if you're an america fan in the same vicinity, if you're from Toronto or from other places close by, that you a lot of people are congregated from here. Like a lot of journalists from New Jersey, from Boston, everybody from MLS, from uh, the New York area that we know are all here to this week. Is Mr. Garber around? I've I've some, sure he's I have some bones to pick with Mr. Garber. Maybe yeah. maybe I can chase him down later. Maybe you won't you won't find him, but he's I'm here. I'm looking for you, Donnie. I'm looking for you. I have a question about quotas. <laughs> Middle of the press conference. I have a question for Mr. Garber. <laughs> Yeah, not you. Somebody yeah. else? No, no, no. <laughs> About the game tonight, way? No, 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 no. Canadian quotas. All right. <laughs> like Becky said uh, to a Mexican journalist, we're here to talk about the tournament. The league is the league. This is the tournament. This yes. is it. And they did okay in the league after it was all said and done. But, uh, yeah, I, as you said, I mean, the, there's not a massive Mexican population in Toronto that I know of, but it's significant. There's a few thousand uh, Mexican uh, folks that live in Toronto that, that would be interested in this. I know in the past... Uh, I can only speak from my own experience, and I've never watched a CCL game outside of Toronto until tonight. Um, so there you go. But uh, when Toronto would play the Mexican teams, and they played Panchuca, and they played uh, Cruz Azul, and they played Santos Laguna, uh, there was always a significant... You'd see Mexican national yes. team jerseys there. That's what I saw against Pachuca here. Yeah, a lot of uh, folks there. But Club America is a bit of a different gig. And I've always been curious. Uh, the, Club America takes a... That's a, a checklist off of my list to see Club America a lot. Because that, yeah, yeah, it's a... What's the word? It's a bucket bucket list type of thing. Yeah. Well, and so I heard someone today. It was Alexi Lawless on a... The Fan 590 in Toronto interview that ran on Tuesday, I believe. 
uh, referred to them as the New York Yankees of Mexican football, and he, Guadalajara, uh, Chief of Guadalajara, as the, like the, Red the Boston Sox. Red Sox, right? And that's the, what I was getting for. The other only team that I still have to check off that list would probably be Guadalajara, because Sim Pumas, too. Yeah. And, uh, it's more dangerous to go to Chivas, though, to go to Guadalajara itself. Yeah. Mexico City it was pretty safe, and it was actually quite enjoyable. Yeah, Montreal's probably pretty safe, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we are in Canada here, Quebec and Canada. It's, it's fairly safe, a little bit mundane. Probably a little safer than Mexico City in parts, too. But, you know, there we go. I've heard that uh, you, you mentioned that the, the, the club has planned something pretty dramatic for when the players go out tonight. Do you want to tell the listeners about that? Yes, there's going to be a mosaic in some sort is the best way to describe it. A different stripe that will be stadium-wide, the size of the whole 60,000 people. Everybody's going to have a board or a cloth of some sort with a different color. And in the end, you're going to see the white, the blue, and the black striped all across the big O when the players will take the field. So get there early uh, to get acquainted and uh, just, if you're not going to be there, at least watch it and tune in at the beginning to make sure you don't miss it. It's the first time something of this size is attempted in Canada in history. So hopefully it looks good and hopefully it has a, it resembles a little bit of what we see when we look at uh, the new camp or the Bernabeu when they do those type of, uh, of shows. Yeah, you need the, the key to those mosaics, as you called them. Uh, I think the TIFO is more fan driven. So yes, it's TIFO. Called... It's not a TIFO. It's very mosaic. It's a big yeah, difference. and I, Cam knew. We've all seen that when they all flip up and it's the yeah. FC Barcelona colors and, yeah. and crest and the, the their pretentious little saying there, uh, more than just a. Like Tiago, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the keys to be there early, but I, I suspect that you will have an early crowd there tonight. What, there's, what else is the Habs don't play for two more days? Exactly. I mean, I suppose some people that are diehard hockey fans might be staying home to see whether it's the Red Wings or the Lightning. But who cares? Yeah. <laughs> either or. Same difference, really. It's going to be a hard, hard competition. We'll talk about that on our hockey podcast. No, <laughs> we don't have a hockey podcast yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, alas, talk about the Leafs. No, we won't do that. Um, all right. Uh, so again, there are, there's also, I've heard that there will be the supporters will, they're organizing their own kind of thing. I said, imagine yeah. they're going to march. The there's a march starting from, uh, at uh, six o'clock, uh, Ontario and the Maisonneuve and they'll make their way up to the stadium all together with a couple of radio stations joining in. It's a different supporters club, supporters group that are getting together to make that march. And you only see that type of march once in a while, and it's usually quite festive, and if you get a chance, uh, go see it. It might be worth it, and it's going to be a lot earlier than usually, so at 6 o'clock, two hours before kickoff, they'll head towards the stadium. So they're planning to be in there earlier than they normally would. Yes. Little usually less they pre- do it an hour before. This Today it's two hours to make sure everybody's there early, too. A little less pre-game um, warm-ups, we'll call it. Or maybe does it just started earlier. They'll start the pre-game. Actually, I was when I got off the Metro to at, up where we are here, which is fairly north, uh, I already saw somebody in an impact garb heading down towards downtown, and my thought was, oh, you're going to hit the bar early, aren't you, son? <laughs> anyway. It's 5 be. o'clock somewhere. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, indeed. All right. Um, yeah, I was going to say, let's take a quick break. We're not going to take a quick break. Uh, let's uh, get your predictions. Kevin, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, how is tonight going to end? I have a feeling that uh, Club America is going to score a goal early. That's going to put a lot of pressure and a lot of nervousness in the stands. And it's not going to be as dramatic as the Cameron Porter goal. But I think eventually Montreal is going to get a goal at home too to force an extra time. And people talked about that. Maybe Patrice Bernier. No, I predict something even more dramatic. Penalty shootout. Christian Nick, the goalkeeper, the hero in the shootout, wins the CONCACAF Champions League. It's like a 
Cinderella story that's going to be worth being a movie because of that ending. Yeah, it immediately gets loaned back to the Indy 11. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> being oh. a Kaga Cap Champions League champion. There you go. They'll, they'll, they'll reassign him back for the uh, Club World Cup. Um, you know, look, I, I am the Torontonian here. I have to be somewhat pessimistic. I, I think that if you've watched, objectively speaking, if you watch the impact throughout this competition they have never been outplayed even when we've constantly said oh this is the game this is the game this is the game it's never happened so i'm gonna go so far as to say they won't be outplayed they're going to be in this competition to the end i do think america's quality is hard to deny um over 180 minutes it's going to be particularly hard to deny and if the impact are able to win this then full measure to it I think, as Kevin said, the impact will probably, sorry, the America will probably score an early goal. I'm, I'm guessing like five, six minutes in. Probably and it's going to suck the wind out of that place. Yeah. But I think the impact will, will bunker down from there and they will hold it close. I don't necessarily agree that they'll get it into extra time. I think that America, in the end, will get a couple more. But I do think the impact will nick one. So I'm going to say a 3 1 America final. Sorry, folks. I have to be a little logical here. Uh, all the power to it. Uh, did you notice the last couple of last thoughts? The MLS for impact movement is in full measure. The at MLS account is tweeting in French today. Only. Oui, oui. En français. How do you say try, make fetch happen in French? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make fetch happen. It's from Mean Girls. Don't uh, worry about it. No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is a pop culture phenomenon that, you know, anyway. Uh, they're trying to make something happen that not everybody... And again, you know, if you're a TFC fan that listens to this or an Impact or Whitecaps fan, I keep calling the Whitecaps the Impact these days. Well, it's because the Whitecaps will be the next Canadian team in the CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah, well, there you go. Whether well, they, they probably won't get their finals. Whether they choose to play. Uh, uh, one quick thought that uh, Frank Lupa said yesterday is like, uh, for for us to be here right now, a lot of things has to go come our way. A lot of calls, a lot of... Uh, luck in a way a lot of players who should have played didn't play like imagine if Peralta would have started last game instead of just coming on the 70th minute uh, a lot of things went the Montreal way and it, it's almost worth of being a story in a scenario but no matter the result we still have to look at this tournament and be like wow uh, for one team to achieve this even though there's a lot of luck involved a lot of intangibles but at the end of the day they survived and they're to the finals and they have to be commended for them yeah, not to be Toronto-centric, but the Toronto's run to the semifinals maybe saved the franchise is a bit dramatic, but certainly gave, hope. gave them a little bit of a of hope where there wasn't a lot of hope for a long time and uh, helped them on. And when you look at the impact in last place, albeit with only four games played, they had the ass handed to them by Houston, but that's a distraction issue. I mean, that, that's going to be really hard. I guess maybe we'll end there. Like, How difficult is it going to be for the impact next week? in MLS play like how are they going to be able to gear down from that Do you, like I don't know it's hard impossible to answer that but, but it's, it's almost e- easier if they win the trophy though because if you win the trophy you get closure you're like okay we, we went the whole way and it's done now we, we went as far as we could literally and we got that trophy and, and mentally it must be easier to move on than if you have like a hard defeat and something to still fight for something you would like to to play another game but you don't have the opportunity to and you won't before two years from now yeah, I think if I think back, and I'd have to look it up, that RSL did have a bit of a hangover after their run. Something to worry about for the Impact fans, because you would hate to see them, especially in the East this year, when there's two expansion teams, yeah. 
and Philadelphia is beginning to look like an expansion team, and I'm sure Impact fans will go ha 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 in TFC too. Um, whatever, we'll see. But at any rate, there's lots of opportunity to make the playoffs in the in the MLS East, so you would hope that they will not have too much of a hangover. Um, I have given my prediction. Kevin gave me a prediction. I said off the top, uh, just changing gears real quick because this is an opportunity to do so. I just got some interesting information. Uh, on the way down here on the train, and I haven't been able to fully follow up on it completely yet, but it has to do with the women's friendly in Hamilton. Uh, for those who don't know, in Canada is scheduled to play England in a the last pre-tournament game. I was told today that there is some serious danger of that game perhaps not happening, and the reason I was given was because of quote-unquote Pan Am politics. Obviously, this is something of interest to Kevin and I, and that we're chasing at two different levels because of the panning games and because of the soccer angle. So we'll continue to follow that. I reached out to the CSA uh, this morning to ask whether they uh, would, would comment one way or the other on it. Uh, as of right now, and I will check one last time as I'm talking to you right now just to make sure. Uh, and can say, cannot say we're not up to the minute here on Two Solitaires. Yeah. Oh, hold on here. Uh, yeah. Okay, I can't really comment on what's going to be read here, but they've acknowledged that I that I know this, uh, and I will continue to follow up on this. Uh, so I got a no comment, basically, from the CSA at this time. That's not to say they're trying to hide anything, to be clear. They're just at this time saying that uh, uh, that the, they're continuing to work on getting that thing go off as, as planned. But uh, I will continue to follow that on the Pan Am level as well, and uh, we will update you when I can, probably on CSM. It's not really something that would be a perfect uh, jump in. Um, I don't know, Kevin, when we're going to do the next one of these. It uh, depends on a lot of things and where I am tomorrow and where you are tomorrow and all those things. I'm going to wander the city a bit tomorrow, too. So, uh, But we'll get some kind of post game in some way. Maybe tonight. Who knows after the game? We'll see. Maybe. Yes, alas. But in the meantime, until that time, Kevin, it's your show. I'll let you say goodbye. Until maybe later tonight, if not until Saturday, then after the Woodbergs, for sure, have a great Champions League final.